Serious Matters is a live comedy show that features stand-up, video, PowerPoints, and interviews with real-life experts. On this podcast, we play the featured interview from each show as these experts help us solve that day's serious matter. Uh, your next performer, and this is very fun, we do a guest interview every time, and this is fun because she's going to come up, uh, she's going to talk a little bit up here, then we're going to talk to each other, if you can imagine such a thing. Uh, she, uh, she just sold a pilot to IFC that's starring her. She's an author, wrote a great book uh, that I just finished reading. Yeah, I read a book. Suck it, motherfuckers. <laughs> I really read it, cover to cover. And, uh, and she, uh, she works on This American Life. Uh, please give it up for my friend Elma Baker, everybody. El- um, I don't like cum either. <laughs> I feel so relieved that we can talk. I didn't know you could say that. <laughs> oh my God, it's so gross. Uh, yeah, I don't like blowjobs either. Does, does anyone else not like blowjobs? No? Uh. Shout. <laughs> uh, it's okay, babe. I don't like blowjobs that much either, uh, is a sentence my husband regrets saying three years ago. <laughs> I haven't given him a blowjob since. It's like a genie that got their wish answered. <laughs> uh, the only time, actually, uh, none of the, I'm, this is all just I'm saying this right now, but uh, the only time I've ever given like an amazing blowjob is uh, uh, I was at a party. And uh, I was on a diet, and there were confetti cupcakes, you know, those kind with the little, oh, God, those are, and I literally spent the whole party as if it was like a hot guy I was eyeing. I always knew in the vicinity of these cupcakes I was at all times, and I was like, don't eat the cupcakes, but they look so good. So uh, around the end of the party, when I was drunk enough, I took a cupcake, and I went over to a girl I was friends with, and I was like, have you ever heard of a cupcake kiss? And I made her lick it, and then I made out with her. It was the only lesbian experience I've ever had, solely to eat frosting. (laughs) And my husband saw this, and he knew what I was doing, so he took a cupcake home. And uh, that is the best blowjob I've ever (laughs) given. All right, dates, dates. Okay, Uh, so I'm going to tell you guys a story. This is the craziest thing I've ever done for love. Uh, So when I was uh, 26, I was Mormon, a practicing Mormon. And uh, I met another Mormon, and uh, I got engaged, and I moved from New York back to Utah for him. And within a few weeks of me uprooting my life and moving there, everything ended. Uh, He broke up with me, and I had to move back to New York. And, you know, I was pretty heartbroken. Uh, But then, three months later... I went to this uh, church Halloween dance that they have for all the Mormons that live in Manhattan. And uh, he had moved back to New York, and he was there with his new fiance. And somehow, I, it was so much worse knowing that he, it didn't matter if it was me, he just wanted to marry someone. And three months later, he found another woman, and they got engaged. And so I left this dance, and I was so just distraught. Uh, And I got home, and I remember lying in bed alone with my thoughts, which, like, this was before smartphones. Do you guys remember thinking? (laughs) Like, just laying in bed and thinking? (laughs) So I was doing that. And and, uh, in this moment of sadness, I was like, you know what? It's okay. He wasn't the love of my life because I knew who the love of my life was. Uh, It was a guy who I'd met a few years earlier, and we dated briefly, 
and our relationship ended because I was Mormon and he was an atheist. And also because I didn't believe in sex and as a guy, he didn't believe in that. <laughs> so uh, we broke up and I had pined after him for years. And uh, he had moved to Africa and we hadn't spoken in three years. So uh, as if I were sending a drunk text, but I was totally sober, I opened my laptop and I sent him the following email. Uh, hey, uh, Nick, uh, long time no talk. Uh, uh, I know you live in Zambia now. My girlfriends and I are taking a trip to South Africa. Is Zambia close to South Africa? <laughs> like I don't have a map. Um, and you know, if it is, like, would it be okay if we stopped by and visited? I mean, maybe if, you ha if you're married now or have a girlfriend or a live-in maid, that would be weird. But if not, I would love to see you. And I sent it. And I woke up the next morning and I had a response from him that was like, yeah, Zambia is very close to South Africa. Um, if, you're, if you're over here, I would love to see you. I can host you and your two girlfriends. And that's when I was like, holy shit. First of all, it was all a lie. Um, I was not going to Africa, nor, nor did I have two female friends that were willing to go with me. And, uh, but I had suddenly permission. So I called every girl I'd ever met, and I was like, you, will you come to Africa with me to win back this boy? And in my head, here's what I was thinking. Uh, I, I think the guy was sort of actually just an excuse. Um, I kind of wanted to not be Mormon, it, it, partly because it's an insane religion. <laughs> and I knew that my whole life, but I wouldn't allow myself to face that truth. So instead, I thought, if, if I'll leave for love. If, that, if this guy loves me, then maybe I'll leave Mormonism and it'll be worth it for him. And so I managed to recruit two girls and we flew to Africa to go see this guy. <laughs> and uh, you know, before we went to see him, he suggested we go to this place called Zanzibar. Uh, and so we took a two day trip to Zanzibar. And while I was there, I was already overthinking. I was like, okay, how am I gonna, you know, how am I gonna win him back? If I do win him back, like, will I have sex with him? And I was so worried because I'd never done anything. Like, uh, the most I'd done was kissing at this point in my life. And so I brought this up to this woman we met in Zanzibar and she said, you know, in Zanzibar, before women get married, there's a sex ritual that this 103-year-old woman named Beaky Duty will teach you. <laughs> And I was like, I gotta meet Beaky Duty. <laughs> so the next day, we're in this hut in the middle of a village with a 103-year-old woman. Have you ever seen someone that old? They look like tiny dinosaurs. <laughs> and uh, and Beaky Duty said, you know, normally I teach you how to have sex with a stick and a, a, a band of drummers, <laughs> but you know, you didn't prepare that in advance. So instead, I'll just answer your question. If you have one question for me, you know, ask it. And I thought that I would ask something really sexual, but in this moment, I just asked her, uh, I only want to be married once, uh, and how do you know if you've met the right person? Uh, such a tame question. <laughs> uh, and she, she said, uh, through a translator, she said, uh, you know, he, you may have no money, uh, you may live in desperation, uh, and he may beat you, but if, uh, if you do it with a smile on your face, this is the right man. <laughs> so I was like, oh, check your privilege. <laughs> um, so the next day, we fly to Zambia, and uh, Nick picks us up. 
and he invited us to some work party. So I go to this party with him, and I've flown all the way to Africa for him, and uh, I arrive, and I do that thing where you pretend like you don't care. I was like, oh, hey, what's going on? And I, the whole party, I just spent ignoring him. Didn't talk to him the whole party. And then we went back to his place, and uh, there was, it's just a studio, so there was a twin bed, a double bed, and he, still, he slept on the floor. So he gets uh, on the floor to go to sleep. My girlfriend's getting this bed. I get in the twin bed. Lights go off. Everyone's falling asleep. And I'm lying in bed, and I'm like, oh, God, okay. I'm only here for 10 days. I have to, obviously, declare my love first. Win him back. And we have only 10 days to really start this relationship. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, oh, do it now. So I crawl down onto the floor. And I, like, tap his shoulder. And I'm like, hey, are you awake? And he's like waking up and he's like, uh, yeah. Uh, and I'm like, how are you? <laughs> uh, and you know, we started talking, I was like, I feel like we didn't really check in and I'd like to catch up. And you know, so he's like, oh, you know, tells me what's new with him. And he was like, what's new with you? And I was like, um, not much, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of not Mormon anymore. So like, I know that was like a big deal before, and <laughs> well, I'm not, so I'm not being. And he's like, wow, uh, that was huge. That was a huge part of your identity. Uh, how long have you not been Mormon? And I couldn't say, like, since 30 seconds ago <laughs> when I told you that. So instead, I s used the legitimate number. I said, um, three months. And he was like, wow, uh, so like, what, what have you done? Uh, have you been drinking? And I was like, no. He's like, have you? tried drugs or anything? And I was like, no. It's like, well, what about sex? Have you had sex? And I knew that if I said uh, yes, then that would be the right answer. But then I, I also felt like, well, if I say yes and we do have sex, then he won't know that I've, it would be my first time. That would be weird. So I said, no, I haven't had sex. But I, I've like done basically everything else, like all, <laughs> everything, <laughs> like I do it all the time, uh, except blowjobs. Um, and, uh, and so he was like, uh, okay, and then I kissed him, and we started kissing, and we we're making out, and it started to get like, you know, and this was somebody who like, we were, he liked me, I was just throwing myself on him, and uh, we're kissing, and uh, all of a sudden he stops me, and he's like, uh, look, usually I'm pretty cavalier about sexual stuff like but I don't know I kind of feel like you're still Mormon and I like in this moment like him calling my bluff I was like oh, whatever I gotta do so, so I took my hand and I just put it down his pants and I grabbed onto his penis <laughs> which I'd never done I'd never done anything like that uh, but I was like you know would a Mormon be holding a penis <laughs> And, uh, and then we kept kissing, but um, I'd never touched a penis before, so I just, I didn't know what to do. So I just sort of rested my hand on it like an armrest, um, <laughs> and I was making out with him and not moving my hand, and making out with him and not moving my hand. And after about, like, five minutes of this, I knew he was thinking, what is she doing? And I was thinking, I gotta do something. And he just, uh, he, he looked at me and he was like, is this okay? And I said, um, Honestly, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> and he was like, apparently this is the wor <laughs> worst thing you can say to a man. <laughs> His penis like, was like deflated. And I was like, whoa, did I break it? What's happening? <laughs> and he took my hand out of his pants and he was like, look, um, this is gonna sound mean, but like, you know, I, I, 
my friend's brother, uh, my, my, my friend had a younger sister. She was in middle school. And uh, when I was in high school, she wanted to learn about how to have sex. You know, and she was like, I remember her in like rainbow bright pajamas and braces. And I was like, you know, someday some guy will be that guy for you, but I can't do that. And that's sort of how I feel about this. Uh, so you need to go back to bed. <laughs> and that, and I remember saying like, oh. But I wasn't, I wasn't a little girl. I was 28 at that time, or 27, I was 27. Uh, and I remember crawling back up into bed and lying there and staring up at the ceiling and having to think again. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, just like, how did I get here? And also, I have to spend the next 10 days in Africa with this person. <laughs> uh, and you know, the funny thing is, though, uh, I left Mormonism shortly after that. And so sometimes you have to go for it and try all the way before you know what you really want. Thank you. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of fun stuff there, man. You know someone named Beaky Duty knows how to work a dick, though. Jeez, <laughs> Beaky Duty. Uh, <laughs> Mara, have you ever been engaged to someone named Beaky Duty? Twice. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Two of the seven were Beaky Duty. Uh, damn. How? Uh, I'll tell you what. You you talk about how. Uh, you, you know, it's like, oh, I had to, I had to run, I, I, I had to then go to Africa. I'll tell you what, it's a thirsty move on that guy's part, though. Being like, yeah, I'll tell you what African countries are close to each other. <laughs> I feel like he wanted it a little bit, right? Yeah, no, no. I feel like uh, it could have been good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There was potential. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I, it's fun because that story, or parts of that story, I think, because I heard Elna, I was at a wedding that Elna was at, and you were called out. Oh, yeah. I gave a toast about this. Yes, and you did not know you had to give a toast. Yes. It was the best toast I've ever seen, which sounds like I'm doing a horrific Trump impression, basically. <laughs> it was the best toast. Uh, did, did you guys like it? I worked on the accent. But it was the greatest toast, and I was telling my youngest brother, who, uh, I forget who, uh, I think Tyler was talking about the NPR faces in the crowd. My youngest brother, Patrick, the one who called 911 on my mom, that he is super NPR face. And I started describing the story, and he and his fiance are both like, we know that story. We, we, we know who Elma is, uh, which is super fun. Uh, but That toast, so I found out right before I had to go up and give a toast, and I, I've worked for This American Life for six years shaping stories, and yeah. I literally wrote on a napkin, I was like, okay, start in the action, beginning, middle, end. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah come, come bring it back around, and it was great, because the other, there was another guy who had to give a speech who's like a, a, like a somewhat major TV personality, and Elma fucking smoked him. She <laughs> smoked him, it was beautiful. It's not a competition, but uh, for me it was, so... <laughs> Uh, it was great, uh, but you, so, so when was your first date, would you say? Your first date As an ever? adult? Or not even as an adult, like school. Too. Oh, I didn't date until I was older. Like college, or? I think the first, uh, I, so I, I, I lost a lot of weight when I was in my, 23. Right. So I lost like 120 pounds when I was 23, and before that I never, uh, never really had a, a, I never went on a date. Yeah. So I'm a late bloomer by 
every <laughs> every every sure. possible aspect. Sure. Yeah. But th- but then pretty good pretty good bloom. You got a book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell me the title of the book. It's a very long title. Uh, the New York Regional Mormon Singles Halloween Dance. <laughs> but I'm, it's funny. I, so sometimes I, I'm blushing. I blush on stage sometimes. I blush a lot too. Uh, but I'm very, especially I'm a if person. I talk about sex, it's like a weird Mormon, like the Mormon switch in me is like, stop what you're doing. Satan think- doesn't want this. <laughs> I also feel like that's, I mean, like, I was raised Catholic, but my parents, your parents were, like, in, they, they really were well, into my dad Mormon. was, like, a bit, was the bishop, yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. yeah. That's Which pro- was weird, because if you do anything sexual as a Mormon, you have to go confess to your bishop. We're supposed to do that as Catholics, too, but. But this is weirder, because Catholics, they like it there's, too like, much. A, a curtain. Yeah. It's like, it's just you across, it's like seeing your high school guidance You counselor. just shake hands and be like, I laid it like an armrest, and that's... Yeah, and they ask follow-up questions. Like, I remember the first time I got... Oh, uh, don't be too into it! The, yeah, they're like, uh, if you, like, let's say you got uh, your boobs touched, right? Then you go sure. tell the bishop. let's say. I got my boobs touched, uh, I'm really sorry. And the bishop has to then ask, like, well, was it under the bra or over the bra? And you're like, uh, it was under the bra. Um, That's a well, thirsty were your, bishop. Were your nipples stimulated? Uh, you know, you're, and it, it, it's and it, it's funny. I did this for years. I would go to the bishop and talk about anything how sexual. Fre- how I'd frequently done. do you? Do Anytime this? you do anything sexual, you have to go confess to the bishop. And I just kept over and over. I would do this, and because um, you got game, that's why. <laughs> Sorry, bishop. Back again, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, and it was super invasive, but also you had to do this. It was like told to you. And I, yeah. it's so funny to look back now as a n- non-Mormon woman who also just thinks that this is like insane slut shaming. And yeah. I can't believe I I thought, oh, this is totally normal. I'm so sorry. Yes, I'll tell you anything about my, my body, anything I've done. But you tie that into be, like I'm being nice. Like you tie, I think you tie that in. You, I, you have to. I feel like that's a, a Catholic thing, thing too, where it's like once you tell them, that's me being a good person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have, and yeah. it, you're in your heart. You're like, unless I say this, I'll never be forgiven. So yes, right. I'll tell you everything. Yeah, shit. But sorry, I went to Africa. Is <laughs> 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 a great thing to apologize for. I have a quick game to play. Then we have a, a closing comedian here tonight. Uh, the t- okay, Halloween costumes. We uh, Elna mentioned the title. A uh, slide. Uh, we're going to grade Halloween costumes to be great on an estimated level of success at the New York Regional Mormon Singles Halloween Dance, which is also the title of a book written by Elna Baker, available on Amazon.com. Uh, I guess you knew that. Uh, so we're going to look at you and just uh, bonus round, fast style, tell us how these costumes would do at the uh, New York Regional Mormon Singles Halloween Dance. Slide. We're going to start off with straight-up Mormons. Does anyone show up dressing like the classic Mormons? No, no. you would never do That'd that. That'd be super hack, right? Yeah, because there's also literally missionaries that would be there. They're so. just that. That's They wouldn't change. Yeah, would they wouldn't that. change. Slide. How about this guy? <laughs> His sign says gingerbread man, and he is that. <laughs> I like it. I think it's pretty... I like a costume that you have to think about and piece every... Because it looks like Think about hot, for like a second. Because you're like hot dogs. Yeah. Oh, no, not hot dogs. <laughs> Anytime people think you might be hot dogs, but you're not, you're winning. <laughs> Next, slide. Oh, what were you? That's me as a trash can. <laughs> you look like a crumpled up, like when runners get blankets. <laughs> so, very good. And Next, you fell slide. On something. 
Now, this I just put in because I don't understand what it means. What's happening here? Okay. Cat, there's a cat that way and a dog that Oh, wait. Uh, this is stupid. <laughs> Correct! Slide! <laughs> oh, I like this. This is... You know what this is. Serial killers. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> Slide. Black Jesus? How would that do at the Mormon singles dance? <laughs> People would be very confused. <laughs> no, no, our religion is racist. What are you doing here? Slide. Uh, I am Hall and Oates. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you just look like you're uh, killing it. Yeah, thank you. And bonus points, uh, this is Brock as one of the uh, uh, ladies from... League of Their Own. Oh, That's yeah. Brock, everybody Ooh, in the Oh, corner. you get a drink ticket for that. Yeah, that is. He's the guy who won the drink ticket before. All right, Woo! here we go. Slide. Uh, Clark Kent, Superman. No, that's too that's obvious. Too too simple. Yeah. All right, slide. Oh. <laughs> At the Mormon dance. No. They. What they, if they weren't kissing right now? Um, I don't know. That's fair, tough but fair. Slide. Oh, yes. They love Actual Mitt Romney, Romney is going to win that. 100%. Uh, Elna, tell people where they can find you. Where can people find more Elna Baker? Uh, you can just Google my name. <laughs> That's very Do difficult, that. I know, but if you guys can work it out. Uh, Ella, the book's great. I finished reading it. Very. Awesome. Uh, the, the, uh, tell me the title one more time. The New York Regional Mormon Singles Halloween Dance. It's great. It's got the story you heard and a lot of other stories. Elna Baker, Thank everybody. Live sound and recording by Gary O'Keefe and produced by Good Orbit. Serious Matters happens the first Thursday of every month at Union Hall in Brooklyn. Find us on Facebook for upcoming show dates and lineups, or check out our website at seriousmatters.info to get on the mailing list.